You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Welcome to the Morning Startup, where we believe you can develop neural pathways that will awaken you to a full heart and clear mind. Live with joy, health, and success. I'm your host, Michael Oliver, and I'm joined by my co-host, Deborah Dyack and Maria Gosher. Good morning. Good morning. And in Italy, where Swami is, it's in the afternoon. So um, we're really super excited to have Swami with us. Um, Maria's taking the day off. She's got some other responsibilities that she's handling. So it's uh, you're with Deborah and myself today, and I am going to pitch it over to Deborah mm-hmm. to introduce Swami. Well, first of all, thank you so much for taking time to, to be thank with you. us. I know you're very, very busy. And for those of you who don't know about a Swami, we're going to learn about his journey. But it's such an honor to have, and a rare occasion, to have an authentic Swami with us Um I've known Swami for many years from an organization that I belong to, SRF, and I know he's probably going to talk a little bit about Yogananda, a project he's working on. But he is from Italy, and it's it's very rare to have a Swami from from Europe, and he'll explain that journey. He took his vows in Jagannath and Puri in India in 92, became Swami Nirvanananda, um, which means bliss of freedom from suffering, which will explain how he got his name. And and that is a perfect name for you, Swami. I have to say, <laughs> of all the people I've known in, in my life, you are the most <laughs> joyful. You you live what you sing and, and your heart is pure and just an undivided life. And and you are truly realized, self realized. So it's it's such a joy to have you here. I'm, I'm, instead of reading on and on right. about all the things that you are involved with, I think we'd like to talk about them. Um, how you, what got you on the path? What was your influence? Because to become a Swami is not an easy life. <laughs> You've given up everything and you give so much. You give us so much. Yeah. So I'm going to let you talk. Okay. Thank you. Namaste to everyone. Namaste. Thank you. It's a long, uh, long way I've been going through because when I was a young boy I was very curious to know about the purpose of life about who am I and all these questions that usually they come up and nowhere could I found an answer and one day a friend when I was around 25 gave me a book and the book is uh, the most precious book for me <laughs> because it changed my life and I so far that I know it changed the lives of many and maybe I could say thousands of people the book is called the autobiography of a yogi it's written by a real yogi Paramahansa Yogananda a real saint who came to the States we just yesterday we celebrated 100 years ago, mm-hmm. he arrived in Boston with nothing, knowing no one, and he started this organization to spread the, the ancient uh, wisdom of yoga through the, it's called Kriya Yoga. So when I read the book, uh, <laughs> I really said, oh, 
this is what I was looking for. And uh, at that time, I was uh, working in an insurance company. So, you know, can you imagine myself? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <I don't> know. <laughs> and, uh, and so, after reading the book, I went to the, mm -hmm. uh, the boss in the office and said, I want to quit my, my job. He said, no, no, it's impossible. And I said, no, I cannot live like this. I, now I have found a purpose for my life. You know, at that time I was also a musician, mm -hmm. and uh, but I was not. Uh, I was more mostly uh, country folk music playing. Mm -hmm. this kind of mm -hmm. And uh, what happened? Because it was not easy, anyhow. You know, to live. Uh, without a job. Right. So it happened that the insurance company, I would say, you know, when you make a decision for God or to look for God, uh, miracles start to happen. Mm -hmm. So the first miracle, I, I can say many miracles happened in my life. And this was, was the, really the first one where uh, the insurance company, for some reason, I don't know, not for me, of course, but they decided to give three years of salary to all the people that wanted to live. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> said, well, this is my occasion, you know. <laughs> so I went back to the boss and said, you see, here's the paper. I want to sign it immediately. I was imagining, I said, you know, for three years at least, I got paid for being free. Right. It's so, wonderful. <laughs> and uh, so my spiritual uh, search started like this. I had a lot of time and I started, I didn't know about the real meditation and the yoga. So I started also becoming vegetarian hmm. and uh, starting with Hatha yoga and the simple kind of meditation. And really, <laughs> step by step, uh, it was so beautiful. I, <laughs> I cannot say, you say I'm happy because everything happened to me was so full of happiness. Mm -hmm. What drew you to India specifically? How, how did you go from being in Italy to going to India to um, seek your path? Because, uh, you know... Uh, after reading the, the autobiography of a yogi, I became very curious also to see the places right. that oh. you were writing about. Right. So I wanted to go to Benares, I wanted to go to Kakara, Puri, all these holy places. So I also didn't know anyone at that time in India. And so <laughs> I just flew to India <laughs> and everything started. It was not easy because... India is difficult for the first time. Mm -hmm. It's so different. It's so completely mm -hmm. different, especially if you don't move from luxury hotels, but you right. really move with the people. Right. In the trains and everywhere. It's so busy and so many people, but they are so lovely. It's really a beautiful, uh, I would say, population. The soul of India really 
I fell in love with that immediately. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I went to Varanasi and got the first dip in the Ganges because you know this is a right. kind of must right. <laughs> yeah. dip in the Ganges. It's not so <laughs> clear water, <laughs> but it's holy. So, mm. and then I wanted to go to Calcutta, and then it happened that I met uh, Mother Teresa of Calcutta. You know Mother Teresa? Yes, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> He's so humble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I had the desire to help, to give whatever I could do. So she. She introduced me to the place. It is near the Kali Temple. It's the very opposite of the Kali Temple. It's the place of Mother Teresa. And uh, she asked me to, to f because, you know, she was going on the streets and just taking the people who were starving, really, literally starving, and trying to help them and to be, bring them back to life. And so they were so weak, they had no the strength just to take the food and put it in the mouth. Wow. So weak people. Uh, you know, uh, the arms, the legs, they were <laughs> very small, just skin and bones, nothing else. So my duty, let's say, like this, was just with a spoon to put the food into their mouths, mm -hmm. and then slowly they were chewing and so on and uh, and then also they uh, uh, I was asked because uh, the blood the circulation was not enough in the body so slowly I had to give them a little massage very slowly very tender and uh, that was my <laughs> first week in Calcutta wow. with Mother Teresa it was also very powerful and you know, things like this, they change your life completely. Oh, yeah. Yes. Well, that was divine. That was divine intervention for you for your first week to be working with Mother Teresa. I mean, that's amazing. Yeah, it is. Amazing. I felt lucky also because I could be there with them. Mm -hmm. and, uh, it was also very nice because the I... I was staying in a little hotel nearby, of course, but in the morning I was going where the sisters uh, in the monastery where they live, and um, and there, like uh, five or four thirty in the morning, they had a common prayer. So it was like uh, recharging all the batteries, <laughs> the energy f to go through the whole day because. <laughs> It was very, very intense very, for them after years like that. It's, uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's really a mission. You can feel it's a mission, otherwise it's impossible to do it. Mm -hmm. So intensely, with so much love, with so much care, you know, uh, wonderful. So, so I was going there when they, in the chapel, when they were all silently... Uh, praying, and it was such a contrast because you know India is especially Calcutta. <laughs> it's so noisy, <laughs> and everybody, all the cars are <laughs> horn and mm -hmm. oh yeah, yeah. You know, 
you've been to India. <laughs> well, I, yeah, so I've been to Chennai, and and oh. and to your point, you know, I, I've never been in. That was my first experience in India, and it, it was very very different. And they assigned a driver for me because they said you don't want to you you will not be able to drive in India. <laughs> you will need a driver oh, to drive you around in India. Always, always. And yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. And he's my driver was always pushing his horn, and, yeah, and the there, there's like no rules on the road. It's just you kind of fit where you can fit. Um, yeah. So it was a very it was a very different experience, but it was a very memorable experience as well. Yeah. So the I will just wanted to say the the big contrast because the silence inside the chapel was uh, I could say. Uh, loud silent oh yes louder yep. than the noise outside mm-hmm. it was so beautiful yeah to feel the power of this prayer compared to the noise outside and then after that uh, we went to help the the people that they were being gathered in the big hole and uh, try to help them mm-hmm. save many lives I don't know yeah I don't know So this was my really my first uh, contact with uh, real India. I would wow! Say. Right. Wow. And but then uh, I got sick because you know first year, first time to India, right. <laughs> it's very easy to get sick. Probably some water that mm-hmm. I drank that was not okay and was not clear and was maybe polluted. Mm-hmm. So I had to stop going to Mother Teresa. She said, uh, "Just uh, go, go better, get get better, and then let's see." Mm-hmm. So, I went to Puri. Puri is uh, just one night drive by train from Calcutta, and uh, at that time, uh, Puri was r- really, really beautiful because compared to the noise and the cars and the traffic of Calcutta in Puri. There were no cars, only bicycles, oh. only r- bicycle rickshaw, and mm-hmm. all this so very, very clean air, so beautiful. Mm-hmm. So I went there, and uh, but I still felt uh, sick, and I went to see and visit. There is the ashram of uh, the guru of uh, Yogananda called Swami Sri Yukteswar. Oh. Right. So I wanted to go there oh. and see the place. And uh, it is a small ashram, very nice and clean, a beautiful garden. And the little temple, little temple where the Swami has been buried by at the time of Yogananda still mm-hmm. in 1936. And uh, so one day I was there, I went to, every day now. I remember I was just entering and sitting there and meditate and trying to get a little strength. And one day I was so weak that I, I felt I had to lay down. So I didn't dare to lay in the temple, so I went outside behind the temple and I fell asleep. I don't know how long I was there, but what happened? That was also one miracle in my life. Because when I woke up, I felt completely uh, healed. Wow. Completely. 
Wow. I felt really, wow, that was a <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. <laughs> that was a good sleep, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So really, if, yeah. sometimes it can be hard, but if you have faith and, and um, you just follow your inner spiritual path and call, then really miracles can happen. Yeah, that was a good connection. That was lovely. And then you stayed in Puri, right? You stayed and you met Father Marion. Is that correct? At that time, or did you go back to Mother Teresa? No, no, I was still there in Puri. And uh, one day I met a friend and he told me, you know, there is an Italian nun here in Puri. You want to see her, to visit her? I said, of course. (laughs) So I went. She was Italian, and she was living there for maybe 20 years or longer. And she was working with Father Marian. She introduced me to Father Marian and to the leopard's colony. Mm. So I would say from Mother Teresa, I went to the leopard's colony. It was also a very intense experience. Oh, I bet, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, Father Marian, uh, he was uh, a Polish father. Mm-hmm. He also had a very extraordinary life because uh, he was uh, studying to become a priest in Poland. And uh, when the Nazi uh, invaded Poland, he was taken to Dachau, this uh, concentration camp in Germany, where thousands and thousands of people also were there. No? Mm-hmm. And, uh, so he was also a miracle, living miracle, because he lived more than three years in Dachau, and he survived. Oh. So he was laughing and making a joke, because... His name is Marian Zelazek, it's with Z, mm-hmm. you know, the last the family name. So he said, they never reached the bottom of the line. <laughs> so, <laughs> unfortunately, all the others were killed and yeah. he was survived. But this is uh, the mystery of life, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he decided to live and uh, spend his life helping the poorest of the poor. And uh, so when he went to Puri, he realized that the lepers, they had no shelter, they had no place where to stay. They were just, because uh, Puri is a very famous place because of the Jagannath Temple. Jagannath Temple is the the temple of uh, Vishnu or Lord Krishna who is called the Lord of the Universe. So thousands and thousands of pilgrims are coming there every day. And, uh, you know, beggars, Mm -hmm. lepers, this is the way they can survive. And so Father Marian, because he was staying in the uh, concentration camp in Germany, he got from the German government a pension. Mm-hmm. And so with that money, he could start a village. And he started to build little huts at the beginning. Then with bricks, they 
were making the bricks themselves, everything. And so this was the village that I found that I and he made also a little hospital, a little school wow. mm. because there were at that time there were about 500 families. Usually you know the lepers are confined in hospital in mm-hmm. places like this. but uh, Father Marion gave them the possibility to make a family no because mm-hmm. you know the leper, Leprosy is a um, disease that can be cured now, nowadays, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. also at that time. And um, so with the pill every day for six months, the leprosy is completely stopped. So there is no danger to go with the lepers, mm-hmm. to stay with them, to touch them, <laughs> to hug them, you know. Mm-hmm. The most beautiful thing is when you go there and the lepers, they come and they want to uh, hold your hand, uh-huh. you know, because leprosy, the, the main uh, part of the body is the, is the the fingers or the feet, they are losing the, these parts of the mm-hmm. body. So to hold a, a hand for them is something so precious. Mm-hmm. You know? And if you uh, if you are aware of this, then really you you love them because really we would like to hug them all the time. <laughs> and aren't and all the children? Yeah, sorry. I was just going to no, say, no, and they, the, the because children. they have family, right. yes. so they have right. children, and the children they are healthy children, but because of uh, they are from the lepers colony mm-hmm. and from lepers families, they are not allowed to go to. Uh, normal school. Right, right. So that's why the Father Marion started a little small uh, school for them. Mm-hmm. It's called Beatrix School because at the beginning there were some Dutch people and at that time the, the queen of Holland was Beatrix. I don't know. <laughs> Something like this. So in honor of the donation they called the school Beatrix. So mm-hmm. But but and even the, today the children are are shunned, right? I mean, even today the children yes, are not yes. allowed. So that's no. I know one of your your projects, one of your many many yeah. many this projects. Is the main project uh, we started because Father Marian, after I spent uh, at least three months there in Puri, and almost every day I was going there, and uh, <laughs> in the evening I went to the meditation in the Suyuktasva temple and uh, during the day I was going with the sister and the father Mariam because he was from Poland but he could speak German and also Italian oh. so it was very nice yeah. to spend time with them very holy man very holy man yeah. yes you are <laughs> to <laughs> no, no, he, he was uh, yes yeah. well I know just a few I'm just going to name a few and and um, Swami, if we have your permission, we would like to have the link to your uh, Shantipuri and Friends um, Foundation, so that people can help with with your mission. But you have the Mercy Village Leper Colony, what you were just talking about, and the Beatrix School for the children. You also have one cup of milk. Could you explain that project? Yes. 
because uh, Father Marian, this was started from Father Marian already at that time, uh, that um, they bought some cows so they could have the milk in inside the colony and at least one cup of milk would have been given to every child. That mm. was a, a must. And then after the cup of milk, they added also one egg. So this was uh, the minimum they had to eat every day. No? We take Plus. so much for granted, right? I mean, mm. one cup of milk and one egg. Yes. Yes. At least, mm. no. To have the protein and all what we really need to, to grow, to grow, especially for the children. Well, I hope that we can help. I know that I'm sponsoring, I just want to share this, sponsoring one of the young girls, and I'm really excited um, to yes. find out what more, what more I can do to help um, with, with this. But it's, it's very exciting. It's lovely that, that you are doing this. But it goes on. You do so much more. From that, you also are working with the girls. Um, and, and forgive me if I'm pronouncing the names incorrectly. You work for a home for the physically challenged girls. Yes. You work with the girls of Sikramaha. Is that Sikramaha? Yes, okay. And and also with the girls in the hostel. And if you can explain how you got involved in that and what, what that is about. Yeah. yeah, because, you know, going there every year, then you know many different realities. And so I came to know some schools and sisters they were living in the jungle wow. so this uh, Sikramaha and uh, Udayagiri where the challenge girls are this is in the jungle so very very difficult place because um, also malaria is there hmm. and uh, so we decided to to give the help for the especially for the girls otherwise you know they had no the chance to have any education at all so these are schools only for girls. And then in the fisherman village, that is also in Puri, on the other side of, from the Bertek school, there are also sisters. And when I went there, they had just a, a hut. So more than 100 children were just uh, meeting in a hut. <laughs> wow. Amazing. So I said, no, we, you need a, a school. So mm -hmm. we started a school there also. And um, because Puri, it's a place where many pilgrims are come, but also tourists, Westerners right. coming. And you know, where Westerners are coming, there's then kind of prostitution start. Mm. So we started to help the girls that wanted to go out of this uh, work, let's say. And uh, so this is also one main project. And I just want to tell listeners, it just a little amount goes a long way. I, I know to sponsor a, a child in the school, $120 is for the whole year. But even $10, $20, anything would goes yeah. a long way and helps so much. It is true because, you know, with $10 you can do <laughs> 10, uh, 100 times more, mm -hmm. whatever you, you can do here in the West. Right. Could we ask you for a chant? Is that? Oh yes, yes. No, since I'm talking about uh, my 
traveling in India, yeah. I would like there's a beautiful poem uh, written by Yogananda. It's called uh, The Divine Gypsy. And, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and uh, the verse says, Roaming with Om. So I always felt that I was roaming. Uh-huh. And I'm still, after the lockdown, <laughs> I can roam again with Om. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Okay. I'm going to play the harmonium. You don't see it, but it's here. Okay, thank you. <laughs> yes, sorry, just a second. That's okay. Okay. I love this. I will be a gypsy. I will be a gypsy And I roam And I roam And I roam around with home And I roam and I roam And I roam around with home I will sing a song that none has sung I will sing a song that none has sung I will sing to the sky I will sing to the wind I will sing to the sky I will sing to the wind I will sing to my red cloud King of the lands Through which I will roam King of the lands Through which I will roam And I roam And I roam And I roam Around with home And I will roam And I roam And I roam Around with home By day the shady tree will be my tent By day the shady tree will be my tent And at night the stars will be my candles And at night the stars will be my candles Twinkling in the firmament And I will call the moon to be my lamp I will call the moon to be my lamp And light my silver sky camp And light my silver sky camp I will be thy gypsy And I roam, and I roam And I roam around with all And I will roam, and I roam, and I roam around with home. And I will eat the food that chance may bring, and I will eat the food that chance may bring. I will drink from crystal 
sparkling spring I will drink from crystal sparkling spring I will doff my hat and off will go like a wayward brook of long ago like a wayward brook of long ago I will roll over the green to scatter the joy of my heart I will roll over the green to scatter the joy of my heart to hills leaves and then depart to stranger and stranger lands from east to west to stranger and stranger lands from east to west and I roam and I roam and I roam around with home and I will roam and I roam and I When I lay me down to rest And at night when I lay me down to rest I will sing to thee My gypsy prayer I will sing to thee My gypsy prayer And find thee always everywhere But when this time My soul is to rest but when this time my soul is to rest I will dream of thee Whom I love best I will dream of thee Whom I love best And wake from many a lifetime's dreams Then thou and I as one Shall gypsy everywhere then thou and I as one Shall gypsy everywhere And I roam, and I roam And I roam around with home And I will roam, and I roam And I roam around with home then thou and I as one Shall gypsy everywhere Om. <laughs> Namaste. That was beautiful. Jaguru. That's beautiful. beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. Swami, I'm interested in, um, I know your music goes and travels and roams with you as well. Everywhere you go, your music goes. Could you share a little bit about how you integrate music into everything you do and how, it, how the effect of your music on the populations that you serve, whether it's the children or the, the people in your travels and when you sing and chant, what what is that? Yeah. 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 So um, after 
When I finished my first uh, journey in Puri, Father Marian, because I wanted to stay there, you know, because it was so beautiful, <laughs> he said, no, 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 you, if you stay here, the, there's not really something you can do. But if you go back, and uh, I will give you seven pictures, like the one you have on the desk there on the table, oh. of uh, seven children, and you look for friends who could just sponsor them to go to school. Mm. And say, okay, <laughs> so this is my, <laughs> my task, I will do it. So I came back to Italy at the time, and uh, so I, I had a friend, he was uh, working in a TV, and he said, oh, it's a good idea, I can sponsor maybe some evenings where you can talk about the lepers and the children and the school, and then you can sing it as well. Mm. And say, okay, we can combine two <laughs> things together. <laughs> and so yeah. everything started like this, and uh, little by little, more people were interested. So from seven pictures, now we have more than 11 or 1,200 children wow. we're wow. taking care. Wow. <laughs> You're doing so amazing work. It was not uh, made on purpose. It just everything happened. Happened, you just, when you are on this path, if you really uh, trust, mm -hmm. you just uh, follow. And uh, it's like I was thinking, you just sit uh, in a train, looking outside, you know that the guru will take you home, and uh, on the train, many people are coming, and and you can help he here, can help there, and everything is happening without a really a purpose. No, mm -hmm. everything just. Uh, I like very much Saint Francis, and he was always saying, just try to be an instrument of peace. Oh. wherever you mm -hmm. go, you know. Mm -hmm. And so this is also <laughs> the way I was trying to serve this this work of Father Marian. So after that, uh, every year I was collecting some donation. Mm -hmm. And that time uh, I was going, <laughs> you know, with uh, uh, dollars. But when you go to India and you go to the bank to change the dollars into rupees, you, I remember I was going with a, a little uh, purse into the bank and I was coming out with a backpack. Wow. And we were just naturally giving the, <laughs> to the families this money, you know. Yeah. Regarding now your... Oh, I'm sorry. It's easier now. No, I mean now... <laughs> You, using the transfer, it's yeah. much easier. Yeah. All right, right. Yeah. yeah. And regarding your life, many of our listeners may not be familiar with what a Swami actually is and, and the life that you live. Your life is all about service. Um, you've dedicated your life. Could you explain the difference between a Swami, what, what that means? Yes, yes. So uh, I always had the desire to become uh, a monk. Swami is a monk. Swami means uh, literally uh, the one who knows the self. Swa is the self. 
who knows this? Because most of the people, they they think I am this body, I am my mind, but they don't realize that they really are the soul. Right. Mm-hmm. And so this is the main thing. So when I uh, in '92, after going to Puri, yeah, I was from '86 to '92 every year. I was staying in a yoga ashram to to sleep to to overnight there, and there was a swamini, a, a lady swami, and she was disciple of uh, Swami Shivananda from Rishikesh. So in '92, she asked me, "Do you want to become a swami?" And I say, wow! <laughs> you know, usually they they say like this, and then you have to wait maybe ten years or maybe right, twenty years. Right. You know. Mm-hmm. And then she said, okay, tomorrow <laughs> it's a good astrological date for oh. you. I said, tomorrow. <laughs> okay, I was really fainting, you know. <laughs> yeah. Because that was my really my deepest sure. yep. wish and desire. And I felt that the guru also made another miracle in my ah, life. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So she performed this uh, ritual, and, but she told me, you know, I know that your guru is a Yogananda, so I will just give this the sannyas. Sannyas is like monk, monkhood to you in his name, oh. and she gave me the name. So I like it very much, and now I'm. Yeah. Swami Nirvanananda Saraswati you know Saraswati there are different orders and swamis Saraswati is the goddess of music oh perfect and so perfect. I felt perfect. wow that's perfect for me. <laughs> your whole name is perfect you are such joy during this time and, and I told Michael I said you're someone who could who practices your true self I mean you could be in the middle of in the pandemic and still find joy. I know that there are many people here who have experienced much less than what you've gone through and the people with whom you've worked, but they feel such anxiety and stress. What are some ways, what are some things? I, I think music obviously is one. What you listen to is going to change how you feel, but what are some things that you would share with people? Who just, may find yeah just to be just to find that place of joy regard it's like the eye of the hurricane whatever is happening around you but you can still stay balanced and enjoy while all that is happening and and so how if someone would say how do I do that it I don't know if it's an easy answer maybe not but uh, any any it's very easy it's very easy very sit down uh, be still. Oh, <laughs> so this is—it's <laughs> very difficult sometimes. It's understood. But, uh, yes, it's very powerful. It's very powerful. So I would say meditation is the—I can say—the only way to get rid of anxieties, depression, and fears. Yes, and if you are in the inside, in the stillness, then everything disappears, and then you realize that. Uh, from this uh, stillness and from this peace, then uh, joy comes out. Mm-hmm. You know, it's uh, it's wonderful. It's 
a joy without a reason you know yes. I'm, because I, I can ask you oh why are you happy I'm happy because I know I am the soul this is and you feel your death and so the soul is just a, a ray of uh, God's presence within us mm. so it's really beautiful it's a different way of looking at it we do think of ourselves as a body with the soul instead of a soul with the body that yes. we are a soul you're right yeah you're right so um, so I don't I'm just gonna ask and and uh, we have about four minutes left and one of my favorites that I hear you is um, give me ma <laughs> ah. <laughs> Could okay. could you, as we kind of wrap up today, I just uh, could could you just sing maybe even a verse of, of "Give Me Ma"? Um, oh, we have time for the if he's willing. We have I, t- if we, we have time. if we have time, I mean, I don't want to intrude because we I know do. we're on a kind of a tight schedule. So, uh, but that is oh. so beautiful, and yeah, yeah. And this is also uh, a chant. This uh, is very good for me because. The words are saying, you can have everything. You can keep the world, but just give me Ma. Ma is uh, the Divine Mother. Uh-huh. You can uh, take away from me everything, but give me Ma. <laughs> thank you, thank you. <laughs> oh, he's going to play his guitar. <laughs>
shine on me when the light will shine on me. Give me my, oh, give me my, give me Swami, thank you so much. Thank you. I think that's a, a beautiful way to conclude our show. I'm so honored and blessed to have met you. I know Deborah has always talked about you and, <laughs> and, and always looks forward to seeing you every year at the Mother Center. Um, and I was super excited to, to get a chance to meet you. Um, you have my email. I think we emailed each other l- last night. Um, if you could yes, send me the link to where we could post uh, for people to donate to your yes. your work um, would be beautiful, and um, that there are no words. It's just so total feeling and love. Thank so, you. Thank, thank you for you so all that much. you do. Thank you for everything. <laughs> Hope thank to see you next year. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> thank you, Swami. Thank you. Okay, thank blessings. You. Have a good day. Thank you. You too. Bye bye. Namaste. Namaste. Namaste.